Hi, welcome back to the Employment Schmooze podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group. In this episode, I'd like to talk about promoting ethical behavior in the course of the recruiting process. Everyone knows that recruiters get paid by the companies who hired them to fill their hard-to-find positions. Still, as I mentioned already many times in our previous talks, recruiters need great candidates in order to fill those positions. Therefore, you can't claim that recruiters only work for the companies. If you are a capable employee, then the recruiters need you more than you need them. It's simple. Who doesn't value great inventory? A top-notch candidate is something that every intelligent recruiter will cherish and try to place. But the stigma that recruiters are more loyal to the clients than the candidates is still out there and I'm not here to change it. It's an assumption that is triggered due to the recruiters getting compensated by the hiring authority. I believe smart, top-caliber candidates understand the role they play during the recruiting process and how valuable they are to recruiters. In this episode, I want to discuss some points about the recruiting challenges that recruiters encounter. I'm certain that most individuals who are not in the field doing the actual sourcing, interviewing, and negotiating placements on behalf of candidates know about these challenges. There is a lot of noise on social media platforms about unethical behavior in the recruiting process, but most of it is geared towards recruiters' behaviors. In this episode, I would like to share with you listeners another side of the picture so you can understand the recruiter side as well and hear what we recruiters are dealing with. So before you judge recruiters when you feel they mistreated someone, try to understand them and their challenging work as well. Some might say, well, I don't care about your challenges because you ask money for your work. So work hard for your buck. Well, try to ask those same people when they feel their bosses abuse them why they can't swallow and just work hard for their money. The obvious answer would be that abuse should never be tolerated. Oh, so then my question to them is, is that statement valid amongst all? Or is it only applied when they feel abused? There are unfortunately candidates who literally abuse recruiters. They don't value the time that we spent with them. And they don't have any loyalty to the recruiter who works for them and spends time to connect them with companies. While one recruiter works for them to set them up with a company, they have no issue working with another recruiter at the same time and going down to another company, letting the first recruiter work in vain. Where common sense would say to at least give a chance and ample time for the first recruiter who works for them. The candidate doesn't pay anything to the recruiter. All we ask from them is to be understanding of our work and value our time. Well, thank God, my firm is well connected. And when we find out that a candidate is just here wasting our time, our policy is to just cross them off and make a note in our database that this candidate is a time waster. But I will share with you some examples of what I mean. An individual contact our office. Since he is 12 years in the same company, he was never asked to create a professional resume, so he asked if we can create one for him because he's looking to move on. We said, sorry, we don't provide resume writing services to candidates because our policy is that we don't touch or brush up resumes. We feel it's unethical to our clients. We don't want them to think that, that we matched a resume to their job description, so therefore, we make sure to stay out of it completely. But we gave him a reference to a great resume writer who he can contact himself and get it done professionally. 
This candidate came back to us with a nice professional resume. I interviewed him personally. He was aiming for a COO position at a company and asking for a high salary. His 12 years of experience reflected what he was looking for. So we managed to set him up with a client. He showed up to the interview, and since he claimed he was aiming for a COO position, he had the guts to ask very personal questions about the business and about the employer's growth plan, etc. But after a while in the interview, this candidate changed his hat and title and told the employer, listen, I want to be open with you. I know you think I'm here for a COO position, but I want to tell you, I am not here for a job at all. I'm actually selling a unique software that can help your business grow much more. The employer was shocked from this dishonesty. Turns out that the whole bothering us with this resume was just a fake act, so we should trust him that he is looking for a job opportunity. And our time interviewing him and trying to set him up with clients was just time wasted. Nevertheless, our client was fuming why we set him up with someone who was only interested in pitching. But thank God they understood us and agreed that this candidate was just a con artist. I don't believe that this guy's behavior will ever get him anywhere. His entire approach to dealing with business is unethical. But I should mention here that I have been a recruiter for many years now, and I've seen a lot. I can say that most job seekers are genuine people who want to do only the right things. And I like helping genuine people. And I'm very proud of the many placements we did with great and honest candidates. The reason I share this story is to raise awareness that if you understand that no one should tolerate abusive behavior, understand that recruiters also have a fair share of it when some unfortunately abuse them during the recruiting process. I'll share another story. I once had a candidate who came in to us for an interview. We offered them to work in a great company, but after two minutes of leaving our place, he called his own brother-in-law, who works at that company where we offered him a job, he asked his brother-in-law to try to place him into that position. He didn't tell his brother-in-law that he got the information from the recruiter. So his brother-in-law went right over to the manager of the company and offered him as a candidate. In other words, the candidate tried crossing out the recruiters here. Happened to be that I had a good contract in place with the company, but the employer had an issue paying the full fee for this placement. He contacted me before the hire and said, I hear the story. And trust you guys. But his manager claimed he brought him into the company and they have a policy that they give a referral fee to their own employees who refer good candidates for the company. I know my client for many years, so we understood each other and we managed to work something out on the fees. But when we reached out to the candidate asking him why and how he can do that, he answered, well, I don't care about you guys. All I care about is getting the job I want. I contacted my client afterward and I said, honestly, I don't want to get paid here. It is only a matter of time until you will fire this guy. I'm happy not to be his recruiter here because when this guy leaves you after screwing up or stealing from you, please don't call me crying. Guess what? That's exactly what happened. He was gone shortly after hiring. It did not take long before he showed his true colors. Abusers and cheaters don't change once they find the job they desire. They just use their abusiveness and cheating methods on the job as well.
Professional recruiters handle candidates and clients professionally, and therefore, they also expect that everyone involved should conduct themselves professionally as well. And for those who try to paint the picture that recruiters are aggressive and all they care about is making money, I want to clarify that this is far from the truth. There are unfortunately some recruiters out there who practice unethical behavior, and if you are engaging with them, you will most probably be handled and treated by their standards. And suppose you encounter a recruiter who is unprofessional, in that case, that is really up to the job seekers to pick recruiters who have a great reputation. Don't be fooled by a nice-looking advertisement, a nice ad, or many ads. They don't make a recruiter more ethical or more professional. Be wise and choose the ones who have a good reputation. And mainly, I would suggest, choose a recruiter who have the experience to conduct a placement ethically and professionally. And now, let's go to a job advertisement. A sizable company located in Brooklyn, New York, is seeking an experienced full-stack developer in the Microsoft.NET framework. This is also a hands-on position to complete the software development process from conception to deployment. Maintaining and upgrading applications to the software, overseeing, analyzing, writing, building the software, and modifying automated testing and providing feedback to management in the process. Company is ready to pay a salary of 200K plus. Please send your resume to info at poelgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.